blood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. On the names of God, which says to us then that God has more than one name. And the names of God that's given to us out of God's word describes the attributes of God. In other words, it describes who God is and what God does. And we have looked at Jehovah Jireh, which means then that it says that God is the first to see because uh, he is. And so God being the first to see, that's what Jireh means. It means to see. And uh, Abraham was the one that said that it shall be seen. Which meant then that God was going to do a thing in the earth realm on that same mountain, Mount Calvary, where Christ was crucified. But it would be thousands of years in the future. God never called himself uh, Jehovah Jireh. Abraham did. Which meant then that God's revelation was to Abraham in the mountain, uh, in that place. Let me let me read that out right quick. Uh, in Genesis, was that the fourteenth chapter? Let me see. Which chapter was it? Okay. All right. Good. I got so many wonderful things flowing through my spirit. And I don't have back notes, so I'm here. All right, and this is a brand new Bible that's giving me a problem. So if I say duck, it's coming. <laughs> Anything that interferes with the Bible study, duck. <laughs> Okay, Genesis chapter 22, and I know that it's verse 14. Alrighty then. 
But that's not where it started. Yeah, well, I can't read all that because I never get to where I am. But thank you all so much. Uh-huh, don't be trying to push me over the edge. <laughs> all right, get serious. Don't laugh in here. Okay. Uh, in Genesis chapter 22, and we know that, somebody say this, Jira means to see. Uh, provider. Pro means first. Say that back to me. Vide is a Latin word. Say video. So God is the provider. He is the first to see video. He's provider. Pro-video. Meaning then that he is the first to see your need. So while you're talking to him, you ain't the first one that saw it. Okay? God has already seen it. Which means then what, what, what he does in this is that he provides insight. He knows the insight. He knows what you're going through. So he's the pro. That means first, vide a video to see. So Jireh means to see. So what God's intent was to show Abraham who he was. He was the provider. Because you remember on the way up Mount Moriah, uh, Isaac wanted to know, I see the wood, but where's the lamb for the sacrifice? And Abraham said to him that God will provide himself a lamb. And so on the same mountain ridge of Mount Calvary where they went to to offer Isaac up as a sacrifice when he raised his hand up angel of the Lord told him not to do it. So now we have Abraham being stopped from assassinating or killing Isaac that was already on the altar. And God wanted Abraham to understand his plan in time that his son would be crucified. So God was the first to see it and he showed it to Abraham. God is good. Because in the New Testament, he says, I will show you things to come. If you look here in this, in this 13th and 14th verse, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. These horns represent the crown that was put upon Jesus' head. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering. The burnt offering represented the cross at Calvary that Jesus would be crucified on. So he offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. Why? Because God was never into human sacrifice. And he still isn't. In verse 14, and Abraham, not God. See, the revelation came so that Abraham would know it. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh as it is said to this day. In the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. When was it seen? It was seen when, when Jesus Christ opened Abraham's eyes so that he wouldn't kill his son up there. 
And so it states that in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Which means then that God, Jesus said that God showed Abraham his day. And he rejoiced in it and he was glad. So the Bible says Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. And that means God will provide. That means God is my provider. Say that back to me. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the hard work and you do the job on it, okay? So God is my provider. Say that's Jehovah Jireh. That's Jehovah Jireh. Okay, so back in that day when Abraham pulled that knife up over his head, God opened the vistas of his mind and his eyes and he saw Christ in him crucified. Ain't that something? Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. Now, I'm going to try to, I got off a little bit, but I'm going to try to give you the names of God in a, in a chain link as it is. Because when we talk about the names of God, the main name for God, does anyone know it? No. Because when I, when I shared with you all that Elohim is an awesome attribute of God and God reveals him, himself basically through Elohim because when you talk about Elohim you're talking about the God who made the nations you're talking about the God who uh, is created and so we can call him but, but check this out so I'm backstepping because he is he is Elohim but the mechanical name of God, the awesome name of God, not every one of his names are awesome. Everything that God does is awesome. So when we talk about the name of God that's most used, it is the name Jehovah. Just like when we dealt with, with Jireh, it was Jehovah, Jireh. So tonight we're going to talk about Jehovah. Now, Jehovah does interact with Elohim. Elohim is an awesome picture of God because what it does, more or less, it puts skin on God. And when I say skin, God is the God, Elohim, of all of the territories of the earth. Which means then that if he want to destroy, just like he did in Noah's day, he destroyed in Noah's day through the name Jehovah Elohim. You got that? Which means then that he controlled land masses. That's why I say he put skin on his name. So, at that time, it was Jehovah Elohim. Now, it's something unique about Jehovah in that Jehovah is a Hebrew. In the Hebrew, when I say Hebrew, I mean his name in the Hebrew. It's translated capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. So when we say Jehovah, with, with no other attribute name attached to it, we are saying 
Jehovah is translated Lord in all capital letters to distinguish it from another Hebrew word Adonai. See Adonai means Lord too. But when you say Jehovah you are saying the highest place that God exists is Jehovah. You got that? So it's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Titskanu, is, Je is Jehovah attached to that? You got it? Now, when, when the Hebrew uh, 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 word Jehovah is used, it signifies that this is the highest name that God has, is Jehovah. And I'm not talking about them folk that meet in that building Kingdom Hall and all that. The word Jehovah is translated Lord. It appears 6,823 times. It appears for the first time. Jehovah appears for the first time in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 4. Go there. Genesis chapter 2 and verse 4. Because this name, this name Jehovah, is a powerful, powerful name. So just like when you look at the word Lord in all capital letters, you're looking at the word Elohim. And you're looking at the word Jehovah. Okay? Now... In Genesis chapter 2 and verse 4, these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that Jehovah Elohim made the earth and the heavens. What I would like for some of y'all to begin doing as the choir often sings songs with, Oh Lord, okay? Now it depends on whether or not the Lord they are singing in the hymn book, if they are all capital letters, then they're singing, O Jehovah. And, and I think we're going to ma maybe have to do a little work on our brain to get the Jehovah Witnesses out of there and put the right interpretation of when we say Jehovah, to put the right interpretation there. You got it? Jehovah Elohim made the earth and the heavens. And that's what Jehovah Elohim did. He made the earth and he made the heavens. He made everything that is made. Okay? Jehovah Elohim made the earth and the heavens. Now when God says, I am Jehovah. I am Jehovah. Because you know, it was the question was, what is your name? I'm going back down to Egypt. I'm not going down there to play blackjack. I ain't going down to play slots. I'm going down there to tell your people who you are. Because they want to know, what is your name? And today, millions of people in our churches don't know his name. Ain't it a shame to get married to somebody and then on the weird night you sitting there, tell me again, what is your name? 
They say your name Flint Roy. <laughs> so Jehovah Elohim made the earth and the heaven. Now, when God says, I am Jehovah, you'll find all those in caption letters. So whenever you see caption letters, you're looking at the name Jehovah. Now he says, I am Jehovah, the Elohim. You got that? I am Jehovah, the Elohim. So now God is making himself known to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as being Jehovah Elohim. Say that back to me. Now, the name Jehovah is derived from the Hebrew verb Hava. Small H-A. V-A-H. Say Hava. Now Hava means to be. Or it means a being. B-E-I-N-G. So when you say Jehovah, that's derived from the Hebrew word Hava, which means to be or to be a being. Okay? So Jehovah, or Lord, in the capital letters, we think in terms of a being that is self-existing. Got that? So when you say Jehovah, you're talking about a being that is self-existent. He is Hava, to be a being. So Jehovah, or Lord, when they're put in scripture in capital letters, we think in terms of being or existence. Hava, which means being, the word of God that is the equivalent to the true and eternal God. Uh, this true and eternal God, listen, is the one who always exists, eternal and unchangeable. Amen. Now that, that, makes, that makes him a profound God, and there's no God like him. There's not another one. See, so Jehovah has revealed himself down through the years to the patriarchs and to the fathers of, of, the, of what we call the faithful, has revealed himself down over the years uh, in, in different uh, names that he possessed. But his main name is Jehovah. His main name is Jehovah. There's no name that God has that's higher than Jehovah. Is that awesome? Mm -hmm, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm about to catch on fire and run out of here. <laughs> I may take two of y'all with me while I burn, baby. So, when we talk about, you, you, you know, move the other names over there. All the other names fade away, but not his name, okay? Yeah, I ain't talking about him. So, when we say, everybody says Jehovah. Now, that's, that's God's main name. That's his, that's his, that's his handle. He is the self 
existing one. He is the one that was there when no one else was. And so when, 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 when I'm not talking about Moses back down in Egypt. So when the name God was stated, it was stated Elohim. Okay, and, and see, Elohim is more or less the God that Jehovah worked through to create everything that's made. So when you get into his creative names, now you're talking about Elohim. When you're getting into the main name that makes him a self-existing one. A high and the most high being. You're talking about Jehovah. And he created everything through Elohim. Ain't that something? But it doesn't stop there. This thing get gooder. Now watch this. So Haba means being. B-E-I-N-G. Elohim means the word of God. That is the equivalent to the true and eternal God. That is the one who always exists. Hava, a Jehovah, always exists. He's eternal and he is unchangeable. See, there's no wavering with Jehovah. There is no confusion with Jehovah. Because he's the God of gods. But he's the main, he's the main man. Isaiah 43. He's the self-existing one. Isn't that something? You say, well, where did Jehovah come from? He doesn't have a mother and he doesn't have a father. He doesn't even have beginning or ending of days. He's been around that long. And he never ages. Never. It is impossible for God to age. Okay? Isaiah 43. Alright, let me get my happy self over there. Isaiah chapter 43. The self-existing one. The one who made himself. And everything, the world and everything in it, he made. He made it. Yeah. Now watch this. Even though Elohim is attached to Jehovah Elohim, okay, um, this this these things get real deep. But Jehovah, and I keep repeating this because Council reviews the student glue in Isaiah forty three and ten. All right. 
In Isaiah 43 and 10, let me get there. New Bible. Isaiah 43 and 10. You are my witnesses, saith the Lord. Now you notice those are cap those are cap letters. When whenever you find just cap letters, is Jehovah. Those are his fingerprints. He says in 4, 3, and 10, God says, You are my witnesses, saith Jehovah, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. Is that powerful stuff? There, there ain't no other God coming behind me. That's Jehovah talking. I am. Let me read that. Let me, let me read the latter portion of that 10th verse. That says. I am he. Read that with me throughout. That I am he. Before me there was no God formed. Neither shall there be after me. Okay. And this, this stuff will run to help you back. Tear your shirt out. So he, he is saying that you are my witnesses. See this is where one of the scriptures that uh, I believe the Jehovah Witnesses use. But they are off right here because Jesus said before he went away he says tear in Jerusalem till you be endured with power from on high. Then he instructed them he says now when you go into all the world you be witnesses unto me. So the church is the witness unto Christ. You got that? So that makes Jehovah Christ's daddy. And check this out. Without mother and without father. Yeah, you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and into the uttermost parts of the earth. So if I go preaching, I'm not supposed to go and preach Jehovah. Because there's no other name to be saved by. Can I get a church in here that's alive? If, if there's no other name, see, you have the right to divide this. If there's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved, what is that name? It's Jesus. So we don't be tripping because we didn't use one of the names because they're great names. They're God's name. But there ain't no salvation in them. It describes who he is. <laughs> it describes who the man is. He, who, who, God, who are you? I am he, not she. You always got some people around trying to change something. That's why every saint needs to be issued a bat. At the, at the church, at the <laughs> every 
it say? It needs to be issued a bad with a number on it. People are thrown off. But see, these names of God, what they will do, they will give you a whole lot of insight as to who your Heavenly Father is and all the wonderful things that he has done and who he claims to be. Because down in Egypt, they wanted to know what is God's name? Well, when they messed up is when they singled it. Names, plural. Right now he's Jehovah. And he says it again. Let me read it back to you. You are my witnesses, <coughs> saith Jehovah, and my servant whom I have chosen. Chosen by God, baby. That you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be any after me. Now catch verse 11. I, even I am Jehovah, and beside me there is no Savior. Man, he's, you know what, you know, you know where he's sitting? <laughs> God is sitting on the top or in the middle of the third heaven. And he sits there with Jesus at his right hand. And he is Jehovah in the middle. And it was no God before him. No God was formed before him. And uh, it is not going to be no God after him. And then he says this. I even I am the Lord. In other words, I am Jehovah. And beside me there is no Savior. Ain't that something? So when God says I am he. Before me there was no. Watch this. There was no Elohim. There was no Elohim. Because it was only. Jehovah. And see. These what I call subnames. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah uh, Elohim. These are these subnames. But you don't put no sub name before Jehovah. It ain't, it ain't going to ever be Elohim Jehovah. That don't even sound right. You know, when I was growing up, Muss is because Muss ain't don't sound right. <laughs> there is power, power, wonder working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, 
and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Got the trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.